0: Thanks for tuning in to Good Friends Better Rivals on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, English Premier League, Pro Tennis Tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please, leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Boom! What is good? What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Ferris Mudana, and welcome to another. Okay,
1: sorry about that. Well, wow, you already
0: screwed up the intro. You always screw up the intro by always interrupting me. So shut the hell up! All right? I make the intro better because you. No, you don't. You just fucking yell. All Which right.
1: Thanks
0: No, it doesn't. All right, y'all. Yes. What's good? What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Ferris Miller And welcome to another great edition of Good Friends Better Rivals. The man you just heard yelling for no goddamn reason is my right, man. Yell. Shh, I
1: see, wait you
0: gotta let me finish. You get you gotta let me finish your no. intro, then you speak.
1: No, why would I let you finish? Why?
0: So I was I was gonna sing your praises, but you don't want me to sing your praises. Fine, don't I don't care. That's Caleb. Caleb, how are you? How are you doing? Hope your life's a I'm horrible mess. I'm doing great. Cause what the heck That'd be, that'd be
1: Eagles X, baby. That's why I'm feeling great.
0: See, your internet messed up, and I couldn't hear anything. Oh
1: well, probably because yeah. I was banging the table and going.
0: Yeah, see, there. don't bang. See, don't bang the table, cause you know your internet's fragile. Why you do that? I don't know. That was just yeah, see, you're not using your brain. See, you're not using your brain. All right, y'all. But it's it's victory week at GFB um at GFBR. Yeah, it is. A GFBR, absolutely. Right. Um, We both won our primetime games. And, man, both teams answered the bright lights of primetime. But before we talk about a game, Caleb, I want to talk about last night. I want to talk about the Thursday night game we watched last night. Um, The Los Angeles Chargers lost 63-21 to the Vegas Raiders. The Vegas Raiders, mind you, the previous week, Caleb, the previous week, against the Minnesota Vikings, scored zero points. And they lost 3-0. They lost 3-0. And the following week, the Raiders decided, you know what, guys? We're going to drop 63 on the Los Angeles Chargers. The NFL, they say the famous phrase is, I know this game was on a Thursday, but the famous phrase is, any given Sunday. And you know what? Any given Sunday last night, because I know the Chargers had Easton stick. They had a backup quarterback in, I know, but still 63 points, 63 Damn. points. to the Raiders.
1: You don't believe in You don't, you didn't believe that Aiden O'Connell could put up that, that, those type of numbers. I mean, come
0: on. No, I didn't. Cause you know why I kept? Cause I watched the previous week and he lost three zero. But
1: I mean, that was a right. tough now the tough Vikings defense, you
0: know. They, oh, okay, yeah. now the Vikings have a tough defense. Now is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah. it's actually it's true because Brian Flores has really Brian Flores has really made this Vikings defense play very well. So shout out to Brian, like, Brian there Flores. You
1: go. It was just the defensive dog uh, dog fight, you know.
0: You know, but but Brandon Staley, he had a you know what? This Brandon is Staley
1: sucks at everything. He sucks at he's his horrible. own damn job. Like he sucks yeah, he's at defense. He's a guy, and he he's a defensive s- coordinator. Sucks at it, and yet he, they gave him a head coaching job. He sucks at all fronts. He's a horrible coach. He has no you idea know, what he's doing.
0: You know why he got that job? Is because that the one year he was a defensive coordinator for the Rams, they had a great defense because they had Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald.
1: Aaron right, Donald. and yeah, it's pretty easy to have a great yeah, defense. Yeah, and they
0: had yeah they had they had a, a tremendous deep back end, and then Leonard guess Floyd, what happened? You know. I don't know. Leonard Floyd. No, no, Von Miller came the next year.
1: Oh, he came the next year. Okay.
0: Yeah, he came the next year. That's when with with Raheem with Raheem. See, that's the thing. I don't like it. So Raheem Morris then gets the defensive coordinator job the following year. They win the Super Bowl with Raheem Morris. And same setup, but he doesn't get a head coaching job. You know what I mean? So, like, and you're talking about Raheem Morris, who has coached Defense and offense. Green Morris, if you look at his, his CV, he was the head coach of the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is true. He, it, was a, it was a good run. It wasn't great. It was fine. Um, it was better than the previous one when they completely shat the bed with John Gruden and, towards the later end of his. And another thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, I just want to just take a victory lap of saying uh, Kellen Moore sucks as an offensive coordinator as well because they can't score either. He sucks. He was he Uh sucked with us. The only reason why we we was going uh, all those great stats is because our player our players overcame his horrible play calling. Well,
0: apparently your your, 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 hey apparently your quarterback's a game manager. Calm down, all right, all right, chill out.
1: Well, well, exactly that he managed to to get away from uh, Kellen Moore's garbage ass play calling.
0: Exactly. Oh wait, wait, Kemp. I think we have Kellen Moore's playbook here, right? Let me see, Uh, yeah, there it is. Boom, there it is. Look at that. I don't see it. Oh, there it is. Okay. There it is. All right. But but before we get into more of this, guys, make sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel, guys. I believe we're still at 119 subscribers. Let me double check it. But uh, we're almost to 120, so hit that like button, y'all. Hit that like button. What the hell is it? Yep, 119. 119, so... Your mom, your dad, your grandma, subscribe and like. But without further ado, man, you know, shout out to Ryan Christensen, my old head coach, football, my old high school football coach was better than Staley. Finally, the Chargers seen it. exactly Th- that last statement. The Chargers today fired him and longtime GM, Tom Telesco. So they're cleaning house. They're cleaning house. Shout out to Adelia. Hey, hey, everybody. Because they signed Justin Herbert to that big deal. He's stuck there. And People have realized how Justin Herbert has hid a lot of warts for this team. You know, I still kind of blame him for the loss to Jacksonville last year. You know, I'm not saying it's not entirely his fault. Yeah, he has some part to blame in that loss as well as the overall. But m- most of the blame is Brandon well, they Staley. They don't lose
1: if, if Brandon Staley does his job and, you know, calls a better defense to prevent Trevor Lawrence from scoring
0: the defense had committed uh, the defense forced like 3 to 4 turnovers in the first half
1: in the first half and when they do the second half allow Trevor Lawrence to go up and down the field and score all those points straight
0: you're right yeah but you, but you couldn't score but you 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 had 30 points going in this the second didn't half score, but
1: you did, but you didn't need to score the, the, the thing you didn't, you didn't have to even score if if the defense was doing their job
0: i would have kept scoring my own personal opinion i mean you would, uh, i
1: mean i'm sure but you didn't need to that's the thing. You didn't need to. You didn't have to score. You didn't have to score another
0: point. Yes. yes. Uh, but then in you know, other big NFL news, um, Cam Newton is in the news. Cam Newton's in the news. We're gonna we're gonna start talking about more NFL news because I feel like we don't talk about NFL news a lot. But Cam Newton's in the news. Um, he he's caught fire for some of his comments about certain quarterbacks in the NFL when he called them um game managers, um, not game, uh, not uh, not um difference makers. He singled out um Brock Purdy, Tua Tagovailoa, um Dak Prescott and uh, I think it was one other quarterback but I don't remember who it was. He said they're not difference makers like Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. They're not them, right? He said you don't go in the draft and say I want the next Brock Purdy or I want the next Tua or I want the next Dak. You don't you don't go into the draft thinking that you go into the draft thinking you want the next Josh Allen, um, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Cause again, at the end of the day, Josh Allen was drafted high because they saw a little bit of Cam Newton in him. Um, I agree with his comments. Um, Dak, I think, I think Dak's a little bit above game manager, a little bit, but at the end of the day, he's had a bunch of weapons, a great offensive line, uh, tremendous weapons around him, and he has done nothing with them. So you can make an agreement. He is a game manager in that sense, because you know he doesn't elevate the greatness I mean, around him. You know you could make winning, the
1: argument. Consistently winning is doing nothing.
0: Well, Caleb, when you have the weapons, you know having a winning season every year is good and all. Well, I don't. Well, I don't but, know. Why
1: I can say he done nothing when he consistently won games over his entire career.
0: Okay. Where are the playoff wins? He has one playoff win. Yes, yeah, two. has two. Yes, two. It's two playoff wins. Yeah. one win more than daniel jones with that okay. supporting Never cast go. of his entire career my okay, thing you is you say
1: that, he has all these great weapons okay why don't they show up when he when he when he needs someone to show up then
0: why doesn't he show up
1: why don't he they show up, against, up? he didn't, he didn't show up thing. against
0: the Niners last you year you say they he have all these the weapons
1: and why don't they show up why don't they block from why do not said we have great outside? why did not they block from why were he getting pressured against 49ers? Four- Niners past two years. Why was the you said we had just, because line.
0: the Niners? Why didn't they? Kill I them? think the Niners are just a better team. Okay, you said I. I don't agree with that. That's how I think. I, I don't, gray don't gray agree with that. I don't agree with the Dak Prescott part. I think he's above that, a game. You, I'm saying what
1: you said. I'm I said. You said I said you can what make the case. Why didn't they? I said you make the case.
0: I won't make the case because I don't agree with it. But I'm saying you could make the case. I don't want to make the case because I don't agree with it. I don't agree with that. I think Dak Prescott is more than a game manager. I don't agree. But the thing is, too, difference makers, Caleb, is when all hell breaks loose, can they make a play? When all hell broke loose against the Niners, can, could Dak Prescott make a play? You can make the argument. I'm not going to make that argument I'm because I don't agree with it fully because I think he's more than a game manager. I think when all hell breaks loose for Brock Purdy or Tua Tagovailoa, vailoa they're screwed. They're screwed.
1: But I, I I even think when when these guys that he thinks are game get uh, game changers or whatever, difference makers, they all have guys that step up for them. Patrick Mullins had that Travis Kelsey to rely on to it's throw true. to. Before That's that, true. he had Tyreek Hill to throw to. Uh-huh. Before that, uh when he didn't have his offensive line helping him, he lost the Super Bowl. Exactly. He needs other guys too, even the b- biggest difference makers in the game. Need the guy Josh Allen needs Stefan Diggs to, to, yes. to make a difference, and he's been hitting other great players to make a difference. He's he's hit or miss to uh, make a difference with garbage guys.
0: That's what see, that's the thing right there. I'm with you, Caleb, on that one, but that's what makes Cam Noon's 2015 season so special because I guarantee you, you take all the quarterbacks we just named and you drop them on that 2015 Carolina Panthers team, they ain't going 15 and one, they ain't going to the Super Bowl. Because that team, you know, let, let's be I real. I but it wasn't, it
1: wasn't sustainable Shit. throughout multiple years.
0: Exactly. Because because the, t- they, they never, never built.
1: Able to they never, exactly. exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Even even saying that he was a game changer, he still wasn't able to make a difference when he didn't have the guys around him that he needed to consistently win every single year. Uh-huh. That, that's my whole yeah. point. Like, so you can even have a difference maker if the guys just don't show up for you. You can't, it's not going to matter.
0: Exactly. I'm with you on that one. Um, this is the ultimate team sport. You can have a difference maker at quarterback and he can win you six, seven games by himself. But back in the day, that's still under 500. You're still seven and nine. You may make the playoffs in the NFC South like he did one year, but most of the time you don't. You know, this is the ultimate team game. These teams, Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniel, they found a quarterback that fits their scheme. Like this kid fits. He fits. He does what I want him to do at the highest level. Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't do that. There was a a peak. I guarantee you if Brock Purdy was in that Super Bowl, he hits George Kittle on that corner. You know what I mean? They found guys who fit their scheme. You know, they fit their scheme. You know? But when all hell breaks loose, are they going to do what Cam Newton did? No, probably not. That's, I think that's what Cam Newton's seen it from his perspective. we like, I had hell around me. My, like, my best receiver was Greg Olson, a tight end. You know what I mean? My, my, I didn't have Tyree. I had Jericho Kotchery. I had Devin Funches. You know what I mean? I had those guys. And I, in like, that's what made me different. It's right, man. He was generational. Him and Andrew Luck back to back years. The first time I've ever said to myself, I can't believe in back to back drafts, the number one overall pick was a generational quarterback. Cause that doesn't happen. That does not happen. You know what I mean? And then Carolina just completely um, failed him. But I don't agree. I, I, you know, cause like, cause I think, you know, he's saying it from his perspective. And I think a lot of people are like, yo, what the hell is he talking about? He has, some people have said he has no right to that opinion. Who the hell does he think he is? He sounds like one of these people in their mama's basement and and talking all crazy with that weird hat. Bro, you talking to Cam Newton. If Cam Newton ain't qualified to have an opinion on this, then me, you, everyone on ESPN ain't got no ain't, ain't qualified to have no opinion. It got personal with Cam. Cam had an opinion on quarterback. We all have opinions on quarterback. You are not a big fan of Justin Fields or Jalen Hurts. Some people disagree with you on that one. You think Jalen Hurts is is a game manager, right? He just he fits the scheme. He just does.
1: No, I think he, That's a guy. That's a guy that has guys around him that make him look better. I mean, you can clearly talk exactly. the talent on, on the Eagles game. Office.
0: Game manager. That's what a game manager is. You you get the ball to the to your to your uh, weapons and you let them do the work. You know what I mean? And I think and I think if Cam Newton isn't allowed to have an opinion on the quarterback position, him being a former generational quarterback, then everyone on ESPN who went after him personally and everyone else, you ain't you have no right to speak about football, period. Like, period. You know what I mean? He has an opinion on quarterbacks. Everyone got an opinion on quarterbacks. Tom Brady last week said quarterback play sucks in the NFL nowadays. Called them mediocre. Called them trash. I mean, a lot of them are. A, hey, a, back- I- I mean, a lot of A lot
1: of backups are playing right now, so I mean.
0: Caleb, you, you know, man, we watch we watch, we watch, the USFL. We watch the XFL, right, Caleb? And we watch this, though, right? Last week, it was the first time ever I watched an NFL game and I realized what the difference between the NFL, the XFL, and the USFL is. What is that? It's the quarterback position. Because these quarterbacks that were playing in the NFL are XFL, USFL quarterbacks. You know? Josh yeah. Dobbs got got demoted to quarterback three because he got Justin Jefferson killed. In his first game back, he got Justin Jefferson injured because Tom Brady, I love what Tom Brady said in one of his, one of his interviews where he said, when I played quarterback, we couldn't go to certain areas on the field because I had to protect my wide receivers. I couldn't just throw it down the middle against Baltimore because if I did, Ray Lewis is going to decapitate my wide receiver, my tight end, whoever it is. Same thing with Ed Reed or Bernard Pollitt. I couldn't do that, so I had to pick and choose where I threw the ball. Now quarterbacks just throw it into open field, not caring what's going to happen to their wide receiver because they're expecting two things. He catches the ball or he gets hit so hard he gets a flag and it's 15 yards. They don't care about their, they don't care about their wide receiver. And I think Tom Brady and Cam Noon have a, have a right to that opinion. I agree with Tom Brady's opinion. And I agree with Cam Newton's opinion to an extent. I don't agree with the Dak Prescott part before you start yelling again. I don't agree with that part. But I agree that da- difference makers are when all hell breaks loose, you, ma- you make a play. You make a play. And I don't think there's a lot of that in the NFL nowadays. We got a couple comments in the chat. Shout out to Ryan. I get the Chargers has, has had a lot of bad luck with injuries to the wide receiver, but that does not explain their defensive problems. Absolutely, Ryan. Uh uh Ryan, a QB can can who can scramble and rush for yards when it plays is broken is vital for the NFL game today. I don't see Dak doing that. He does that on occasion. On occasion, he does he that. Does that. I mean, a,
1: yeah. it, for the last two years, I would say that's true. This year, I think that's completely different. I mean, yeah, he yeah. has shown that he's, he's starting he to use to more.
0: Take off starting more. legs more. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah, so the, I wanted to talk about that because it was just like like this is Cam Newton. Like this was the man. Like he, he was Superman. Carolina Panthers fans for a solid 10 years said we could win this game because of two reasons. We have Cam Newton and we have Luke Keekly. Like, like imagine being a Carolina Panthers fan and, and from two, 2010 to 2020, you had two of the best players at their positions. Of, when Luke Keekly stepped on the field, after his rookie year, everyone said, that's the best linebacker in the NFL. It's not not a debate. That's the best inside linebacker in the entire NFL. Cam Newton was like, that man's generational. And Carolina Panthers had that for years. And if Cam Newton isn't allowed to have an opinion on quarterback play, then nobody is allowed to have an opinion on quarterback play. Nobody. And it got a little disrespectful. You can disagree with him on certain aspects. Yeah, you can. But I hate saying he looks like the guy on Twitter who, tweeting from his mama's basement wearing a a, a stupid hat, what's wrong with him talking about, talking about, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, what is going, like, yo, this is Cam Newton we talking about. <laughs> it's not an old scrub. You know, we're not talking about Quincy Carter up in here. You know what I mean? John Kitna. What,
1: what, 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 why is that Quincy Carter? Why can't it be a Giants quarterback, a crappy Giants quarterback? This,
0: this ain't this ain't David Carr. You're welcome, David Carr. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't, you know.
1: I mean, David Carr also had a controversial opinion.
0: David Carr's an idiot. Okay. He's an idiot. <laughs> What's up, Leo? But yeah, that's that's my two cents. Like, that's that's the way he thinks it is. It is what it is. You know? Like there's there's a lot of uh, you know, Tom Brady literally two weeks ago, literally two weeks ago, said, I think a lot of the quarterbacks in the NFL are mediocre and they're not good. And no one went after him. No one said Tom Brady looks like a like a dumb um influencer with his stupid head wearing that stupid like no one went after Tom Brady like that. After he literally called everybody mediocre. So it is what it is. Uh Ryan Christensen, as a Bills fan, I still think there's a mentality that Josh Allen we but we are seeing you cannot sustain success with that. Okay, got it. All right now, Caleb. I enjoyed that conversation, Caleb. It's a very good conversation. I quite enjoyed it. But now let's talk about what we're really here. The boys in blue. And I'm not talking about the cops. I'm talking about the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. All right. Dallas Cowboys, Sunday night football. It was the game of the week. It's Cowboys, Eagles. And y'all took them to the woodshed. 33-13, I believe, was the score. Yes, it was. Yep, yep, 33-13. Uh, break us down, Caleb. How you felt? how happy you were and just utter domination by the Dallas D- yeah, defense. I mean,
1: I mean, I, I mean, I just knew it was coming. Uh, like I called it, mm-hmm. like I called it last, uh, last, last, week. I said it was going to be 37, 14. I was very close on my score, yeah, you uh, were. but I knew we were going to kick their ass. Like I, I said, we were going to go and kick their ass. You were surprised by that last week, but I, I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't like, uh, like I, I said, we're going to go kick their ass because we're just playing plain way better than them um we we should have won the last game against them and we don't play well that well uh, on the road um at least not as well we do at home and we still should have won that game um we just match up well against them we have throughout the the years between Dak and Mm Jalen. um we 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 played always played great against them um we're and you could just tell by by the record that the 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 cowboys have against the nfc east uh in general 31 and eight and that prescott versus the eagles uh nine and four now um so if you just go by that you you just know that we're gonna <laughs> we're probably gonna beat them um and just as far as the matchup goes between cowboys and uh and the eagles uh you know that i mean the, they have a bad secondary. I mean, what do you think was going to happen? I mean, they were as, as well as Dak has been playing. You think they're going to stop him with their horrible secondary? That wasn't going to happen, and uh, Dak was able to pretty pretty easily um, exploit their, their um, exploit the secondary. And I would I, I say easily because he didn't have you know you know a perfect game. You know, he he was he missed some something. Even he said that he was you know he didn't have his best game, but he was still kind of tearing them up because uh, he was still uh, getting those deep balls, making some great uh, very passes, uh, getting to uh, a lot of his guys. Um, Uh Especially a guy like Jason, uh, uh, Jake Ferguson, who was making incredible plays. Like he was leaping over guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Caleb, that we we talked, we we, all off season, we talked about the tight end, the tight end group. Who's going to separate themselves? Who's going to do it? Not Jake Ferguson has taken the bull by the horns. And he's, he's separating. He's going to, he's definitely tied end one. He's definitely tied in one.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not playing any, you know, worse than what Donald Schultz did. And that, that's kind of what I said. It's like, I wasn't upset that we let go of Don Schultz. Cause I, I knew Dak um, with the, the way he is with his tight ends, he kind of can make anybody look like, uh, look like a uh, Don Schultz the past couple of years did. Um, that's just how, you know, he he plays his game. Um, so I'm not, not surprised by that. Um and then we're just way more physical than the Eagles were. I mean, and you could tell that by the fact that we took the ball away from three times. We caused three fumbles, and um, we took them like they just didn't fumble. Like we ripped it out of their, their hand uh, when they had two ball on two hands on it, and we just got the ball mm-hmm. out and we were punching. They were fumbling that, that, that
0: left just, and right. Was it how many? How many fumbles did they have? Like three, three
1: fumbles. Three fumbles. Three, three recoveries yeah. by three the recoveries. Cowboys. Um, and that's why I say we we were definitely the more physical team in, in this game. Um, and you know, it, it just and it shows when uh, Stefan Gilmore was making plays out there. He was the top tackle of the team and he was making some great open field tackles and key open field tackles when they when it was on third down and when it was on fourth down that stopped their drives. And um, that that's the thing um, I, I talked about this. Uh, Last week of why we lost the first time is because we didn't make the play. They made the plays um, in key moments like they weren't like great. They weren't making huge plays here and there all over the place. They just made uh, great plays in key moments. And I think that's what we did this game. Um, We made the great plays on deep because they were moving the ball on us, you know, um, pretty, pretty well but when they got down there we forced them into field goals we forced them uh to to fumble the ball we forced them to turn over the ball uh, on downs and that's what i was talking about key plays and key moments uh as long as we did that we win this game and that's exactly what it did and just like on the other side Dak, you know wasn't you great um like he has been but he was making some key throws on key moments to deep passes uh and and making touchdowns that way and that, that that's why that was the difference, I think, um between the first game and the last game uh of what they were doing versus what we were doing. And that that's why we pretty much kicked their ass. Um mm-hmm. and then I think who had the uh top off the running game, um Tony Pollard and Dattle really helped us. Um I, I like the mix that we have. I like that they're getting uh split carries there, 16th Pollard, uh 12 for Dattle. That was kind of it's, it's similar to uh, Zeke and Pollard. uh uh, a mix that we had last year and that's a winning formula for us um when we have that type of mix with between two running backs and not giving all the carries to Pollard um as long as we can keep that up um it's gonna it's gonna be really good for us going forward but the guy who had the best game I think and we you just mentioned it the USFL guy Brandon Aubrey Mm -hmm. uh gets four for four uh he was a first kicker in NFL history to kick two 59-plus-yard field goals in the same game. And he is now 30 for 30 in his career uh, kicking field goals, so he is perfect. He's been perfect this uh, this season, and that's all. And it's just crazy, man, uh, to get two guys who are basically all pros at their position um, in back-to-back years from the USFL, and that I get that. Yep. That's what we covered because you can find. Uh, the, these, these hidden gems in the USFL and the, and the XFL, uh, you know, if you're, if you're looking hard enough, you can get, you can get to all pros like Dallas Cowboys have gotten in the, in the back in the past two years. Um, so yeah, I, I think that, that that's why we, I think we should continue to, uh, like you guys should watch it cause you can find, find these guys, um, uh, you know, if you're watching the XFL USFL and then, oh yeah, like I said, overall great win. Um you know the cowboys now lead the division but um you know if both the eagles and the cowboys went out um the eagles will end up winning the division so we, we and then we're still behind the niners as well when two seed so we 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 need both those teams to to drop one more game and basically we need to be perfect for the rest of the way um it's going to be tough that uh you know given the the schedule coming up um mm-hmm. but if, I mean if we can play like this through all those games i don't I don't see why why would we why would why we would lose those games
0: yeah um yeah their schedule is a little bit more easier there's a chance they may win out they faced the Giants twice I believe in the i think twice in the last four games yeah they no. face the Seahawks Giants cardinals Giants so they could go four and oh. They could, you know, but we'll see about that. Um, but you guys, your final four schedule is. Let me double check it. Your guys' final four are Dolphins, Lions, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, Commanders. Um, yeah. So Really, Caleb, the next four weeks, you're a Giants fan. That's what you yeah, are. Yeah, I am.
1: You're oh, a okay. giant. I'll man. be doing this all every single week.
0: Right? Yeah, you're a giant, and Paisan, Paisan. <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, so yeah, there is a chance you may you still may not win the division. You're only you're you're first at this moment. You're both tied, but they could go four and zero. They go fourteen and three. Well, you can you know if you go four and zero, which it it's possible. Um. It's not impossible. It's tough. It's It's not impossible. But you know, the Bills and the Dolphins, they're fighting, they're fighting for positioning, so they may give you you a tough round. It would just
1: be it would would just be just perfect. I mean, just like just our luck if we if we beat the Dolphins, we beat the Bills, we beat the Lions, and then we lose against Washington. Commanders. And we lose the division that way. That's that's that that just seems like our luck.
0: That's Cowboys, right? That's Cowboys. That's what the Cowboys do, right? They always yeah. lose last day. And it's always to the Giants or the Commanders. Um, if that happens, I'm just gonna be like, what you expect? That's just cowboy stuff. Um, so there's that. Um, but yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, you're a Giants fan for the next couple uh, couple weeks. All right, speaking of the Giants, let's move on to the other side of the blue. Uh the New York Giants played in the first ever semi- Like the first ever, like, not it was not a double header, it was a a same timer where they played both Monday night games at the same time. Which, yeah, I think is stupid, in my opinion.
1: It's stupid,
0: and that's just dumb. Personally, I think they should what they should do is they should have like a a West Coast game
1: and an East Coast
0: game. Yeah, why didn't they keep that? I don't know. Yeah, I, they don't, decided I don't know. To
1: up for no reason.
0: Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think the big. The yeah, everybody big scoring... was watching. Everybody was
1: watching Tommy DeVito. Like who was not everybody, watching? It, yeah, everyone was watching Tom Packers
0: Tommy. Giants. Yeah, Paisan, Paisan. um, and uh, so yeah, but but the thing is, the the main key of the entire the entire game was it wasn't the offense at all. The offense didn't play bad, like. It wasn't like oh my god the offense played shit and they're not very good like they played very they played very well. They played very well, but the defense is what held the game together, held the game, kept the game intact, especially the back end, the back end of the defense, you know the the corners and the safeties, they played very well. Uh, Saquon Barkley had 20 carries, 86 yards and two touchdowns. Like we said, Kale, they're in the they're in the bottom half, they're in the bottom half of rush defense. They they give up 136 yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we, we called it.
1: We called that if that's what the way you guys were going to win, you guys going to run the ball all over them. and That's kind of what happened. Um, two hundred and nine yards. Very verbal. Um,
0: yeah, and also two is also two is our second leading rusher was Tommy DeVito with seventy-one yards. Tommy, um, for weeks, people kept saying you can't be successful with this offensive line; they're not very good. Um, he, but he he didn't get sacked at all because he knew how he, he knew how to, you know. That's what I'm saying I'm not giving up on Brian Dayball because Brian Dayball coached this kid up and said, "Hey man, we uh you gotta avoid pressure, move up the pocket, release." And that's what happened when 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 it, when it collapsed on Tommy. He he found a crease, then he ran. There was one play where he almost had a rushing touchdown, but if he but then Wandale Robinson's trying to block for him, like he he sees a Packer and he goes to block him and then Devito cuts and he runs right into Wandell Robinson and he and then and then and then the packer then jumps on both of them and tackles them at like the at like the 2 yard like the 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 2 yard line but but he played very well and speaking of Wandell Robinson he was always open that man was always open and I'm just like who is this I remember when we drafted him. I was like, why did we draft this kid? And then I looked into him a little bit more, and the dude is a baller. You're talking about being five foot eight, Caleb. He's five foot eight. Caught over 90, 90 balls in the SEC. Had over 1,100 yards in the SEC. Had about seven to eight touchdowns in the SEC at Kentucky with his quarterback. You know who his quarterback was, Caleb? Will Levis. Will Levis was his quarterback. You're talking to me that this receiver had over a, a thousand yards, 90 catches, almost eight touchdowns. As Will Levis is his quarterback at Kentucky, who had a cannon but wasn't very accurate. So he had to do a lot of deep routes. Cause you know, cause check, he ain't checking down in the SEC. So he, it was, it was, it was this game. And then there's the game last year where he tore his ACL. It was his coming out parties. It says coming up, he is going to be a key to this receiver core. He's going to be the underneath receiver, while Jalen Hyatt's the over, the the bust the uh, bust the top off the the defense receiver, and you have a little um um under over play for those two receivers, and they're pretty damn well. And the defense man stopping stopping the Packers rush rush like rush rush offense because they like running the ball, they want to be effective. They did have 123 yards. That is true. But in key moments, Jordan Love did not play well. Jordan Love did not play well. He he was missing receivers. He was being sped up. Uh he was sacked a couple times. I believe the Giants had, let me see. Let me see in the sack category. We had where are the sacks. We had two sacks. Oh, we had two sacks. Hm. Wasn't that much, I guess. But there were half a sacks, basically. Um a couple half sacks, a couple A sacks. You know, the Dexter Lawrence had half a sack. Kayvon Thibodeau had half a sack. Micah McFadden had half a sack. And I think another person. And then Aziz Jolari had half a sack. So the defensive line collapsed, created pressure. Um I was I was just happy overall. Adelia in the chat. Tommy DeVito's agent is the most stereotypical Italian looking man I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, his name is Sean Stellato. He's, uh, he's been his he's been an agent for like... Apparently, he's been an agent for like 15 years.
1: And he's now this being dude. inducted into the Ta- Italian Hall of Fame or something like that. The
0: Italian-American Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, it, it was pretty much a good game plan. It was an offensive... It was a coaching masterclass. Wink Martindale and Brian Dayball were, were damn right. I need to look more into the All-22, see how they did the planning. But when I was watching the game it was it just the game just felt like we were in control. Like I remember there was one play where Saquon Barkley fumbles the ball at the end of the game and I'm like oh my god is this how we lose? This is how we lose? He 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 breaks a tackle, he's stumbling and he's stumbling and then he he he, he tries to get up then he keeps stumbling then he falls and he like hits the ground and the ball pops out which is it's a fumble. Uh, I don't disagree with the call it was a fumble, but the defense was like Fight. Well, they ain't scoring. You know what I mean? But then they 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 got they got their I think they got a field goal. So they they take the lead. You know, they take the lead in the No 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 they scored a touchdown and they go for two and they get stopped. So the defense stopping the two point conversion kept them in the game. And then you want to talk about a drive. A drive, man. You what a what a tr- tremendous composure, great decision making, and what a throw to Wandell Robinson on that last on that last drive, and you know what? I'm gonna be real with you, man. I was kind of scared we were gonna lose the match because I'm sorry, man. I'm not a big I, I didn't trust Randy Bullock, like we, we Randy Bullock. He just showed up. He's been there for like two weeks. I, I, I'm I'm like you're not Graham Gano. We I don't know if you're gonna make it or not. You know what I mean? So there's that. Um. So yeah, and then there there it is, and we won the game. It it was. I was just happy. I was I watched the game and I was happy. There's an aura. There's a juice. There's a there's a camaraderie of the team. You know what I mean? Andrew Thomas is getting healthier and he's playing very well with Justin Pugh. Tyree Phillips has has stabilized that right tackle spot. Evan Neal. I'm not gonna give up on the kid. I think Bobby Johnson has ruined this kid. They need to fire Bobby Johnson. I'm not going to give up yet. Because Tyree Phillips was sent it was sent to Philly. He went with Jeff Sunderland. And came back a better right tackle. It's all about coaching with offensive linemen. It's coaching. We need we just need a better coach. I'm not giving up on Evan Neal yet. That, I'm not giving up on him yet now, just yet. Huh?
1: Now the Giants are just a, a game behind. Uh, everybody for the playoff um, yeah so apparently hey man
0: it's so like it, I saw a scenario today nice there's a scenario where we where we where we are where we uh where if like I think if 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 the Falcons beat the somebody in the and then I, I don't know I have to read the scenario i have to read the scenario you know what let's preview um next week's matchup with the Cowboys Caleb uh, we got the, Oh, I'm, I'm, I got forwarded a couple weeks next week. Caleb, the Cowboys are against the, where who are they against the bills. Buffalo, bills? Buffalo bills, a preview, how you can win this game. And if can, if you can win this game. Yeah. Um,
1: I definitely think we can win this game. Um, because we're just a better team right now. I and mean, the bills have not, um, been a good team, uh, this year. Um, they got very lucky last week um they got a bad call, uh you know bad call against the chiefs and uh they they end up winning the game uh, they could have been very easily lost that game and they would be uh, a six and seven team right now um and almost um uh, out of the playoffs on the afc side so i don't think they're very uh, uh, even despite winning i i don't think they've been playing very good we're playing a way better um than they are yes it's on the road we haven't played as well on the road but we still find find ways to win against uh, uh lesser teams, um, and you know they, I mean, like I said, the Bills they got beat by the Broncos, they got beat by the Bengals, uh, they got beat by the Eagles, um, so I mean they got beat by a lot of other uh, other teams, um, that I, I consider that we are better than, um, so yeah, I mean they're missing a lot of a lot of uh, key defensive players, um, missing Micah Hyde. Mr. white missing uh aj Epineza for this game um so i don't i don't see how they they're gonna stop us especially how hot we've been and with the, missing all those guys on defense uh good luck stopping us because we're, uh, we're gonna just keep doing what we're doing and um i don't' I, I just don't think they have the the tools on the other uh, on defensively to to really do anything about it uh but defensively is where i have my concerns. Um you know, Jonathan Hankins uh did get go out of the game against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, that's that really hurts. That that's a big, big uh, uh 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 deal for us because um he he was a run stopper, he was the guy that took up all the blocks. I mean, he was the guy the guy in the middle that was uh you know stopping everything. Um so that 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 really hurts. Obviously we're gonna have, a, I mean, this is why we drafted Mozzie Smith. He's gonna have to grow damn quick um, and, you know, start playing better than he has been throughout the season mm-hmm. and show why he, we picked them uh, in the first round. Uh, cuz otherwise they're gonna run on us. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be a bad day for us cuz they're gonna run all over us. If, if, uh, if he doesn't go and, um, you know, take up that middle. Uh, and then, you know, that's the other thing that concerns me is Josh Allen's running ability. Uh, that that really scares me because that that is um, a big Cowboys weakness is against these running quarterbacks that kind of just gash us for big yardage uh, a lot of the time. Um, so th- those are my those are my concerns um, why we, we we would lose the game because uh, we're just not able to stop the run game and they kind of just you know you know put pressure on us and uh, keep leaning on the run and uh, they just kind of take up the time of possession. And um, mm-hmm. they just kind of grind it out on us. And that's total, totally possible. Um, but if we can find ways David to, to
0: least, yeah, um, and James, If we can just
1: find a way to at least just contain it, not let it hurt us, and force them into passing situations, then uh, I think we'll be fine because uh, as soon as they stop. Um, and we've seen that. We've seen uh, plenty of times where Josh Allen has gotten past happy and strives to do too much, um, throwing the ball all, all over all over the place um so if we can uh, put pressure on him and, and make him uh force him into that type of offense then that plays right into our advantage and we can go out there go out there with our pass rushers and get after him and force him into interceptions so uh, um that's what we got to do um and if there's bad if it's a bad weather game they said it's going to be you know kind of rainy wet and cold mm-hmm. um i i don't see, i don't see why that would benefit uh oh they say oh yeah they live in the, but. I don't see how that benefits a guy that leads the league in interceptions, who is top five in fumbles, and uh, and you just saw how well the Cowboys take away the ball in this previous game, which have three fumbles. Mm-hmm. We've led the league in turnovers for the past two years, including this year. So I don't I don't understand how wet and cold weather is going to benefit them. It seems like it's going to benefit us. So um, I, I I just I, I think they they are going to because of that they will turn over the ball. Uh, a lot uh they may they may run the ball well they may not um but i think if they're gonna move the ball like it's kind of like the Eagle, what the eagles were doing they'll probably be able to move the ball a little bit and but when it comes down to you know ready to clamp down on them that's what we're gonna do we're gonna turn, make turnovers and kind of um grind it out ourselves because we we've shown that we can uh, uh, you know we got a little bit of a run game going with a little mix of of battle and Pollard um so if we can do the same um, I feel like it's gonna be a tough grounded out game like that. And I see us winning 24 to 10.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good score. Um probably the elements are probably in your favor. Um, turnovers are not in their favor at all. 24 10 is a good good score because you know Stephon Diggs has not really done much. You know, he I think let me let me check the the um,
1: and weeks,
0: oh, at least yeah yeah it was uh well it was the chiefs game right yeah yeah like their leading receiver and rusher were james cook stuff Diggs had four catches for 24 yards so yeah. um yeah that's not good like
1: i said they, despite them winning, they got lucky they got lucky when they got they, they won the game but they probably shouldn't have um
0: and no, they, no, they I they, no, I think they no, I think they should have, I don't think the Chiefs did anything I, to warrant them winning the game either.
1: Well, I mean, they if they don't call that play, they win the game.
0: Yeah, well, it's not their fault. Uh, well, it's the Chiefs' fault that their wide receiver lined it up, lined it up offsides. It's his fault. Yeah, I mean it's he lined up fault.
1: all sides, but you know, if they kind of just don't call that, then they win the game. They yeah, you're right about that.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, but you know, I don't think I don't think. The uh, the the Bills didn't deserve to win that game. I think it was just like if they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. I don't think the Chiefs definitely deserve. I don't
1: think they played so greatly that.
0: um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Ryan Christensen, the Buffalo Bills fan here. He says the Cowboys can do whatever they do at home. The Cowboys do what they do at home. That's true. They're you are pretty good at home. See what they can do on the road. It'll be a good game. It will be a good game.
1: Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. I, I don't think we'll play as great as we do on the home. I, I definitely don't think that. That's why I think it's more yeah. of a grind it, grind it out type of we're going to benefit off of them uh, turning the ball over.
0: Yeah. You know what? I, I'm going to go 24-16 Cowboys. With a Brandon Aubrey. He, he going the game. Because he's going... Y'all, he gonna hit a couple field goals. He gonna hit a couple field goals. You know, fun fact, I think Brandon Aubrey's been the best cowboy the past three weeks. Uh, you know, you know, we can give mean, the... him. He's been perfect. Yeah, so, perfect, so, Brandon mean, Aubrey. It's
1: hard to argue that.
0: Yeah, it's hard to argue that. All right, then so Caleb, I found the playoff scenario for the Giants. I found it. So it's from, from Doug Rush. How do you, Doug Rush? Um, he says this. The Giants have an actual chance to moving up and getting the seventh seed in the NFC playoff picture in week 15. If for it to happen, this is what's supposed to happen. The Giants beat the Saints. Okay. The Fair. Packers lose to the Bucks. The Rams yeah. lose to the Commanders. Impossible. The Ugh, Seahawks... That's,
1: that's, I don't think I see that
0: happening. Yeah, I don't, yeah that's not, I don't think that's possible. The Seahawks lose to the Eagles.
1: Yeah, the Falcons...
0: Yeah, well, the Seahawks losing to the Eagles... It's possible.
1: I don't I don't, I don't it's pop, I don't see it. I I just don't see the Eagles losing three games in a row. Just, no, the Seahawks yeah,
0: losing to the Eagles. Oh, the Seahawks. Seahawks do, okay. Lose. Seahawks. Is,
1: oh yeah, okay. Yeah. You're right. Lose. You're right. Definitely. That definitely I think that's going to happen.
0: Yeah. The Falcons lose to the Panthers okay. and then that would put the Giants yeah, at 6 Daniels and 8. Well, it's the NFC South. Anything can happen. Um, yeah, the but Giants and
1: the Panthers are like separate huh? from the FC South they're just separate from everybody they're just yeah on their own island of suck
0: Yeah so the Giants would move to 7th <laughs> based on conference record and head-to-head tiebreakers So they would be in conference the Giants would be 5 and 4 while everyone else would be had a losing conference record and they would have the head-to-head over the Packers and the head-to-head over the Saints and I believe they already have the yeah, so they would have the head-to-head over the Packers and Saints, and then they would have a better conference record than the Rams, Seahawks, and Falcons, because they'll all be four and six, four and six or five and six, while the Giants will be five and four. So the Giants get the seventh slot in Week fifteen. If that happens, the Giants are in the playoffs.
1: But well, I, I did on uh, on on Ben NFL. I picked the Giants to win this game. Um uh, I just cover. I, I think they were gonna win the game.
0: Mm-hmm. The Giants beat the yeah, I think we're gonna beat the Saints because the Saints are in shambles. They hate Derek Carr. Yes. Um, <laughs> they're not playing very good. I don't think they like Dennis Allen. It's a team in turmoil versus a team with with juice. You know, they're playing well. They're they it's a three game win streak. The Giants have won three in a row, I think. So they beat the Packers.
1: They, have.
0: Um, they beat the Packers. We're, we were on a bye week this week. Yeah, we're on a bye week. And then we beat the Patriots. And then we beat the Commanders. So it's a three-game win streak. It's a three-game win streak. Could we make it to four? Possibly. You know? Ryan, is Ferris still holding on to playoff for the Giants? I'm laughing right now. There's a chance... There's a chance. Um, the Giants definitely. I mean, with how bad
1: the NFC, uh, the, those those six and seven scenes are, I mean, why not? I mean, I mean yeah. it's not like they're playing. Yes. So I'll much say this, man, you know, right we, we
0: we have a good defense. I think our defense is playing very lights out. Tommy DeVito just doesn't have to mess up. Like last game, we almost lost the game because of Saquon oh, Barkley. He has, game
1: he, has so. game he has the game managed.
0: He has the game managed. He has the game managed. All I'll say is this, man. That touchdown pass he threw to Isaiah Hodgins, though, that was a that was a game that was a a difference maker throw. You know what I mean? But all I say, is this man, Wondell Robinson, he's always wide open. He's always wide open. So shout out to Wondell. You know what? I'm gonna go Giants. Giants, twenty eight. Saints fourteen. Well, I don't know.
1: So we we dropped
0: we, dropped we dropped we th- dropped we dropped 31 of the commanders
1: uh, yeah but you know the what the i mean commanders are awful i mean yeah, have, at least have oh a, the
0: are the saints good are the I mean, saints they have good somewhat
1: of a defense they have somewhat of a defense
0: okay fine 24 it's it's,
1: 14. it's their offense it, it's the saints offense that can't score against anybody and that's why i like the giants in this one because the, the saints don't score they just don't score points um their offense is just really bad all right. I'm gonna um, go. I'm gonna
0: go twenty-four fourteen Giants. So I'm gonna okay. go. Twenty-four. What's the line?
1: Uh the line six. Six points.
0: Yeah, we're I'll take the six and I think we win outright. Yeah. 24-14.
1: That's exactly what I said. Take the six and I think you guys are gonna uh get that right win.
0: All right. So Kev, tell me where people can find you, my brother.
1: You can find me at NFL Caleb at 22 uh, on Instagram and Twitter um, slash X. And you can find me on this channel on Wednesdays at 8 o'clock Pacific time uh, doing betting NFL, giving you my five best bets of the week. Um, And all we do is try to make you guys money on that show. So please tune in if you like making money.
0: All right, guys, my name is Ferris Bona. If I'm here every thir- Friday, 3 o'clock Pacific, uh, 8 o- um, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern. Go Friends, Better Rivals. We talking NFC East as well as on our entertainment channel, 8 o'clock tonight. Me and Adela, we're going to talk our top five sports movies as well as review the movie Miracle because I've never seen Miracle. So we'll see about that. So we'll see you all then. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure to like this video, subscribe to this video. And have a wonderful day. Peace.